just in time for summer, the folks at Epic Brewing have released a new canned cocktail, the Utah Margarita. A delicious blend of real lime and agave, the Utah Margarita is ready to drink by the river or in the park. And here's the kicker, no need to buy it at a liquor store. Pick up a six-pack of Epic Brewing's Utah Margarita at any local Harmon's or Trader Joe's, or visit Epic Brewing on State Street in downtown Salt Lake City. The Ogden Music Festival is taking place May 31st through June 2nd at Fort Buenaventura in Ogden, Utah. The lineup includes Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway, Sarah Jaros, Hayes Carl, Salise, Say She She, Las Cafeteras, Pixie and the Partygrass Boys, and so much more. Other activities include on-site camping, workshops, and a jam camp with headlining artists, yoga, and a kids' zone. Kids 16 and under are free. Go to OFOAM.org to book your tickets. Here is what Salt Lake's talking about. Due to our strict liquor laws, drinking in this city can be a real journey, which is why this year I decided to make it a quest. My New Year's resolution for 2023 was to have at least one drink at every bar in Salt Lake County between January 1st and December 31st. And you guys, I did it. I did it. So today is a post-mortem. I'm naming the best bars for every occasion, sharing some key takeaways from the scene, and announcing a quixotic new goal. Producer Emily Means is in the host chair. It's Wednesday, December 20th. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Ali Vallarta, you did it! You drank at every bar in Salt Lake County. We are so proud of you. How do you feel? Well, my mom is especially proud, um, and my doctor. Uh, My New Year's resolution was to have a drink at every bar in Salt Lake County before the end of the year. I'm finishing early. Hello. Yeah, buddy. Hello to all the haters and doubters (laughs) out there. And honestly, I feel amazing. I actually think what this year taught me was how to drink. Oh. (laughs) Like, Like, I just got really good at being like, you know, I know you can't make that a double, but can you make it tall? Which means that in that that oh. the like, for example, like if you order a vodka soda, you can get it tall, which means it's in a tall glass, still one shot or one point five of vodka, but twice as much soda. Like, okay, I learned to to marathon drink, not sprint, at the age of thirty two, and that will <laughs> serve you well it. the rest of your life. <laughs> Completely, like out of like make everything a spritz, add water to wine, like just slow yourself down, however possible. But actually, Emily, I have to say, like. This journey, 216 bars in 365 days, so much easier than I thought it would be. Really? Because when you announced this goal at the beginning of the year, like Mm -hmm. really my eyes bugged out of my head. I was (laughs) like, oh, geez, you don't have to. You don't have to do it, Allie. But you did it. Yeah, I did it. And I will say like, man, shout out to my friends for being patient and like, incredible DDs and great drinking buddies. Shout out to the friends I made along the way who like kind of stumbled, no pun intended, into this journey with me and were like showing up to crawls and planning crawls. Like there were people that reached out and were like, can I plan a crawl for you? And like, I mean, 
what a fun way to make friends. And most of all, shout out to all the bars in Salt Lake County. Spoiler alert, I didn't visit a single one that I didn't like. Aw, I love that. It really takes a village, it sounds like. Honestly. So, Allie, one question I noticed people kept asking you throughout this journey was, what's the best bar? (laughs) And that really struck a chord with me because I don't know if it's a fair question. What do you think about that? It's not. It's the only question I refuse to answer. Like, the, the FAQs of this journey definitely have been like, why? <laughs> How many are there? What's the best? And then another another FAQ that popped up a lot, and I think it's because I'm a young woman, is just, have you ever felt unsafe? Mm. Um, and we can get into that a little bit more later, but the short answer is no. Okay. Yeah, we'll revisit your takeaways. But in lieu of best bar designation, I do think we can name some best bars for every need. So if you will indulge me in this, uh, I'd like to do a a lightning round with you. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. Let's do it. Let's hit it. Best dive bar. Tie between the Bongo Lounge on Highland and Club 48, which is right next to the Ice House on like Lower State Street. And a quick why? Bongo Lounge, it just has everything. Like, the diviest thing about it is that it's sandwiched between two furniture stores. Like in terms of location, divey location, unbeatable. Club 48 is just such, it's so underrated and so kind of like hidden. And they have a bell on the wall that you can ring to buy the whole, like the whole bar around. And I think like that only works at a dive bar where drinks are cheap. And it's also just like such a great way to make friends and a fun thing to do if you're celebrating. Dive bar has got to have a bell. Hell yeah. Okay. Best bar for a first date. Depending on your vibe. I think in the summer, it's the garage on Beck because that patio is so fun. There might be a band. It's very casual. Like when I am thinking about a good place for a first date, I don't want it to be so fancy that everyone in the bar is like, they're on a first date. Mm -hmm. You want the drinks to be cheap. Like it's a gamble. You might not have fun. Right. And then I also think Junior's is a great place for a first date. It's like small. It's cozy. It's right downtown. If you're having fun, maybe you could go somewhere else after easily. But yeah, affordable bars for first dates, like enough with the trying to impress someone. (laughs) Good advice. Okay, maybe for many dates later, best bar to have your anniversary at? Okay, so either Bar Gnome, which is the kind of restaurant that's opened attached to the Water Witch, but has shares Mm -hmm. their bar license. It's gorgeous in there, and you're going to have like a bit of a fancy meal, and it's kind of new, so you're like, oh, we're trying something new. Or I think if you're like... If it's not a deep anniversary or if you want to do something a little bit more fun, a little more relaxed, Sayonara, which just opened on State Street downtown, it is sort of in the theme of a Tokyo street bar. Yeah, it's really Really cool. fun in there, really cozy, electric kind of lighting, booths, like you can make out or you can dance. <laughs> best meal at a bar? The Pearl. And I think it's maybe the best restaurant in Salt Lake in terms of like overall value, food, smells, ambiance, everything. Best meal at a bar is the Pearl. And what would you eat there? Uh, I'm getting the mushrooms and greens. I'm probably also getting the wings. They are 
managed to be like a little bit sticky, a little sweet, a little spicy, and very crunchy all at once. Oh, delicious. Okay, best place to watch women's sports. Very specific. Women's this sports. This is very specific. <laughs> and this is important because you can find sports everywhere in this town. But man, if you want to watch like a women's game, even if it's a final, you are not necessarily going to find a lot of places that are willing to turn it on for you. I had the most luck at the locker room, which is one of only two queer sports bars in Salt Lake County. The other one is Paxton's Pub. And I have a feeling Paxton's Pub would put it on for you if you asked to. So the queer bars are where we're watching women's sports games. I would love to see other bars get more excited about showing women's sports. That's a good one to know about. Best mm-hmm. bar to make friends. Aces High Saloon. Oh, And yeah. the reason for that is because they've always got a freaking event going. Like, I feel like they've got that stage in there. It's kind of dimly lit and cozy. There's a lot of regulars there. People are friendly. And because there's always kind of an event, you have something to just strike up a conversation with people about. Yeah. And you're going to make some pretty metal friends there. Yeah. You're going like, to make cool they're friends. They're hardcore. Like, <laughs> don't come in too hot because it yeah. is a pretty cool bar. So, like. Come and cool. Yeah. Uh, Best place to bring the family. Now, I wouldn't have thought about this because uh, what kind of family are we talking here? Not toddlers. Actually, yes, you can bring a toddler here. So I think this matters because for a lot of parents who want to go out and get a beer and hang out, there just aren't that many options. The garage in Harriman, not to be confused with the garage on back, the garage in Harriman, which is the sort of restaurant and bar attached to Salt Flats Brewing. Okay. It is owned by a former race car, professional race car driver. Oh, and cool. I, I, I could do my best explaining to you what this place looks like, but I won't successfully be able to do it. It's basically a giant airplane hanger full of race cars. And when you sit to eat your meal, you sit underneath race cars. And I'm not saying this is not like these aren't fake toy race cars. Like they used to have a race car in there that was owned by Paul Walker from the, Fast and the Furious. The like heel? it's a legit collection. Wow. And Upstairs, there's a bar and drinks are cheaper up there. Like a beer is a dollar cheaper because it's the bar area where you can't bring your family. But the rest of it is actually technically a restaurant. And so you can bring the kids. They can run around and be like, oh, my God, these cars are incredible. And you can have a great beer. Damn, that's a really good option. Okay, important to me, best karaoke. (laughs) I swear, like, one of the key takeaways of this journey is that the actual great American pastime is karaoke. Like, it is not baseball. (laughs) What you will find in nearly every bar in this county is a karaoke night. But the best karaoke is at the Highlander, which is honestly, like, the best karaoke is whichever karaoke is closest to you because it's such a luck of the draw situation. But the Highlander is a seven day a week karaoke bar. What? So you can walk in there and belt your heart out. And I swear to God, no one in there and none of the bartenders are going to be like, we've never heard that before. They're going to be like, (laughs) we heard exactly that before yesterday. So I feel like if you're new to karaoke, it's a real safe space. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It is so karaoke themed that in the women's bathroom, (laughs) the doors are decorated with um, it's like a giant mural from that Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga movie where they sing. What is that? Star is born. Star Star is is born. born. (laughs) It's a star is born mural bathroom. Like that's the vibe. So that's where you're going for karaoke. A safe space to uh, belt out Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Shout out to Club 90, which is right kind of near the Real Salt Lake Stadium in Sandy, because there you can karaoke with a live band. And that you got to have confidence for that. For sure. Okay. And for people who don't like karaoke, best darts? 
Mm-hmm. The Midway, which is a, cir- I would describe a circus theme, but not in a creepy way, um, bar right next to the Post Malone Raising Canes, the all pink one. The Midway has this huge wall of darts and it's free to play if you have your own darts. And if you don't bring your own darts, do not worry because they will sell you darts for $7 oh. in a little plastic bag with a sticker on it that says The Midway. And then you can keep them and bring them back forever and play darts for free forever once steal. you've got your own set. And it's also they're the, the dart machines that are electronic, so they automatically tally your score, which is meaningful to me because I still can't figure out how to keep score in darts. <laughs> What's the best cocktail, Allie? The Seabird in Draper. The Seabird cocktails, and I will say, when I went to the one in the Gateway, I just got a beer, so I'm sure it's a similar menu. But the Seabird in Draper, I could not believe how good my cocktail was. And I would like to tell you what it was called. My cocktail was called the Nine Postcards. It was vodka, a pear liqueur, sesame miso syrup. What? And lemon juice. And it was so tart and delightful that it. I love when a cocktail kind of slows me down. Like, I don't like when it's so sweet that I'm just like, right. done, next. Right. Like a daiquiri that you've just completely mm-hmm. slurped to the bottom. Yeah. The cocktails and the people I was with had similar cocktails. They were designed to be almost savored. And so they were just lovely to sip on. Seabird and Draper. Mm, I love that. Okay, Allie, last one. The Diamond in the Rough, most underrated bar. Yep. It's Bob's Redwood Lounge. This place, I would say, is only underrated because I don't know why Visit Utah and Visit Salt Lake aren't investing in making sure the world knows about Bob's Redwood Lounge. This is also just an iconic Salt Lake place. Like, this bar has been in Poplar Grove for more than a half a century. It's family-owned. Bob owns it. Before that, it would it was Pete's Redwood Lounge, named after his dad. When his dad passed, he, he took on the torch. Like, it's cozy in there. You can have a great time. Um, it used to be a house, so if you look at it from the street, you'll see, like, a pitched roof that the bar was sort of built around. It's Salt Lake history, and on top of that, it's also just, like, still wonderful and fun, and it's the spot. The Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th, and this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court, and this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. You can expect everything from live music and dance to hands-on workshops, a little shopping, Sundance film screenings, and Bohemian Brewery. There is something for the whole family, and it's free entry. Come celebrate all of the rich cultures that make up our community. Find more information on the festival and view the full program guide at livingtraditionsfestival.com or on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. We talk a lot on this show about our city's crown jewels. What are the institutions that open doors in our community and regulate its pulse? I choose Salt Lake Community College, and it is a home for incredibly focused Salt Lakers. 
Nearly 80% of their students work while going to school, many full-time jobs. If I could do college all over again, I would not be 33 and sitting on these damn student loans. And slick students aren't. 80% graduate with little to no student loan debt or save thousands knocking out credits before transferring to a four-year institution. Every day, Salt Lake Community College is transforming lives and communities through education. If you want to learn something new, refine a trade, or pursue a higher degree for the first time, explore your options at slcc.edu. Study alongside hard workers, save precious money, and be one in a class of 19, not 100. Okay, Allie, 216 bars in less than a year. Mm. I'm imagining you might have learned some lessons along the way. What are some of the takeaways from your journey? Here are some of the, the key things. So first, what makes a good bar? A good bar doesn't have to meet any particular requirements. I don't care if it has this or that. I'm not even mad if the drinks aren't cheap. The only thing that could ever make me feel if I'm in a place like I'm not going to have fun there is if it doesn't have an identity. Every bar needs an identity. So I would say like if you're opening a bar, don't obsess about the theme or the vibe or whatever in any particular way. Sit down and think about what the identity is of your bar. Is it a pool hall? Is it a dive bar? Is it whatever? Like there have been some places I've walked into and been like, this bar hasn't figured out who it is yet. Mm. And so I don't know how to meet it in the moment. So that that's like a big okay. thing I would say existentially. The other thing I've noticed is, you know, if I was a bar operator, I would be doing like an intro to billiards night once a oh. week. Did you learn to play pool through this journey, Allie? I didn't. And that's why I think this. Like, I went to so many places that either had darts or pool. I think that billiard games are really fun. And at pool in particular, I think the room is often full of people who would like to play, but are really intimidated and don't know how to play. And like, particularly with pool, like there are a lot of places you'll go where like, if you're not a talent or if you're mm -hmm. slow... The vibe is you're not welcome here. Like this pool table is for the pros. Right. And so I think like having an intro night or even just a night of the week where it's like suck at pool, don't know how to play pool, tonight's your night. Come on down and like we'll teach you or help you get better. I think it would be widely embraced. The other thing that I do that I noticed is so part of like completing this journey required a lot of crawls. Um one of the calls that I did was hitting all the veterans bars. So like the VFWs, oh, American yeah. Legions, um, the Eagles clubs, which aren't really veterans bars. But like, Well, the Eagles are, sorry, American Legions aren't necessarily, but I will say I would kind of lump them in with that sort of ambiance. They're so far away. Like hmm. the veterans bars, they're not centrally located, a lot of them. But I think we need a veterans bar downtown. And... I think we need that for a couple of reasons. One is we should be constantly reminding ourselves that this country makes new veterans every single day. And the other thing is that like I went on this crawl with two friends who were both veterans and they both remarked to me that like they'd never been to any of these bars and they never would, but that it was kind of nice to like be there and like be able to talk. Like if I asked them about their experience serving they're like not really inclined to like kind of get into it with me but when other veterans started talking to them about serving 
they seemed really inclined to talk about it, right? Yeah. And so, like, you should be able to stumble upon a vet bar as yeah. a veteran and be like, oh, maybe, maybe I'll go in there. Yeah. Did you feel welcome there? I've never been to a vet bar before. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're going to need a sponsor, right? So it's like they're not for non-veterans to just be hanging out in every single night of the week. But like if you go into the VFWs, anyone can go in. And like, boy, you really should go to the VFW and Magna on the 4th of July because they do $1 margaritas. But um, the American Legion and the Eagles Club, you do have to find a sponsor. It's like old-fashioned Salt Lake drinking, right? Yeah. Where you have to go in and find someone in the bar who's willing to sponsor you. And then I think you get like a, a handful of visits and then they're like, okay, like you got to become a member. But yeah, I think that there's like, there should be a VFW downtown is what I'm saying. Make it so. Yeah. And then I also want to say like addressing the question of like safety. I think that when we think about bartenders and service workers, like I myself was guilty of thinking about their talent as primarily being cocktail mixing, like the, the mm -hmm. drink creation piece of it, right? But what I've learned visiting 216 bars in 365 days is that the actual core talent of bartenders is holding space, mm. much like a, a yoga teacher or a personal trainer or any, or any kind of facilitator, right? Like the reason I felt safe everywhere I went is because of employees of the bar who curated that atmosphere every single night. And I think like, actually the most important job of a bartender is setting the tone. Mm. And they do it so well. Yeah. They do it so well. And like, I think it's a remarkable thing to do. And like, when you think about the community that's created in these places, it all comes back to them. Wow. No, that's, that's Those are my notes. <laughs> so important, especially because a lot of patrons are not at their best when, when yeah. they're at a bar. <laughs> we are there in some ways, you could argue, like making ourselves a little bit less safe, right? So it's all the more important that there is a quote unquote chaperone. And I hate to use that word because it implies that we're children and we can't behave and that they it's their responsibility to manage us. But I do think like from the minute you're getting your ID checked, you start to understand what the ground rules are. Mm -hmm. And we all just instinctually kind of fall into line. And so that's a hard job and it can be really exhausting. Thanks for sharing your takeaways, Allie. Now we've learned something too, and I appreciate <laughs> that. I didn't even have to go to every bar to <laughs> learn something useful. That's right. But now what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to celebrate your success? I'm having a party and Wee! you're invited, Emily, and all our listeners are invited. So on Thursday, December 21st, I am doing, calling it a happy hour. It's 7 to 9 p.m. at the Green Room Bar. And, and one of the reasons that I chose the Green Room is because it was the first bar I visited on this journey. So it's a bit Aww, of a bookend. A full I know. circle moment. I know. And they're newly opened in the past like year. So um, it's right downtown. It, the Green Room is a, just a sweet little spot between the quarters downtown and the Green Pig you'll find on 4th South. And it's going to be really fun. Anyone is welcome. Of course, it's 21 and up, but it's totally a public event. But my friend Shireen Gorbani and I sat down and wrote some trivia about local bars in Salt Lake County that I've learned on this journey. So there'll be trivia. We've got like some of the local bars and businesses have donated incredible prizes like gift cards to bars and dance classes and all kinds of cool stuff. And we'll be raising a little bit of money for the Utah Bartenders Guild. 
um, in the vein of learning that really the mission of this whole project being the confirmation that bartenders are the best. Um, so it'll be really fun. I hope you come. I'll put a link to the invite in the show notes of this episode, and we'll also post it on our Instagram. Wonderful. We're looking forward to celebrating with you. But I have to ask you, Allie, I mean, it's about to be January. Mm-hmm. How are you going to top this? What's your goal for next year? <laughs> I know. I should write a book, but I think I'm too lazy. Um, I Okay, so my New Year's resolution for next year, I will not reveal on this episode. I will be revealing that on our New Year's resolution episode, uh, which, uh, listeners, you can look forward to in early January, where all of our team shares our resolutions, both personally and for the, the city and our community. But I will say something that I'm going to explore the possibility of in the future, be it this year or next year, I want to get on the DABS. I want to be a commissioner. Oh, my God. (laughs) The Department of Alcoholic Beverage Services. That's right, Queenie. That's right. (laughs) Uh, There is a commission and they have a number of responsibilities and they are appointed. So I think that the incredible establishments around our state and around our county would be served by having an ally on the commission who has visited every single one of them. And so I don't know. I mean, Governor Cox, you know, if there's an open seat and you're listening to this and you'd like to appoint me, I'm, you know, I'm interested. I'm open. Oh, my God. Put me in, coach. Hey, let me know what the schedule is, okay? So that... Yeah, Emily, I'll be unavailable uh, once a week. Funny enough, the the commission will be having their final meeting of the year during this Thursday celebratory event that I'm hosting. So um, maybe they'll come over and get a drink after they're done meeting in Taylorsville. God, I hope so. Ali Vallarta, thank you so much for sharing your takeaways with us. Congratulations on achieving your goal and cheers to you. Thank you. And I... I am going to keep trying to keep up with all the new bars in Salt Lake County and updating my Instagram account accordingly at every bar SLC. Thanks, Emily. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that is all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. And I will see you in person on Thursday, December 21st at the Green Room from 7 to 9 p.m. Bye.